Hey y'all, get under the covers and get comfortable because we're about to get intimate. No, not that kind of intimate, but close. Did you know that three of the most intimate conversations we can have are sex, mental health, and finances? Probably didn't expect that last one, did you? Financial challenges are actually one of the leading causes of divorce and stress today. A big reason? We don't talk about it. At least not thoroughly, anyhow. That's where I come in. Hi, I'm Dr. Michelle Marie, a certified wealth coach, best-selling author, and the creator of Bedroom Talks. Get Financially Intimate a podcast focused on bringing awareness to the importance of financial intimacy and enticing openness to get real in a judgment-free zone. Together, we're going to cover a multitude of financial topics so you can leap toward financial freedom with confidence. Are you ready? Grab your wine or whatever drink you prefer and let's unrobe this topic. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bedroom Talks podcast, where we get financially intimate. Okay, so on last week's episode, we talked about how fear-based emotional decisions can have a negative impact on our finances and our financial well-being. Okay, so this week, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that topic and give a little bit more expert advice and some more tips on overcoming fear-based emotional decision-making, okay? So I wanna start off with a popular quote from Franklin Roosevelt, excuse me, Franklin D. Roosevelt. And I just want you to ponder this for a moment, okay? This is the quote. It says, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. What does that mean to you? Take a moment to ponder that. In addition to that, I want to encourage you with a scripture from 2 Timothy 1 and 7. It says, for God gave us the spirit not of fear, but of power love, and self-control. One version of the Bible says a sound mind instead of self-control. I want you to understand, I want to encourage you and let you know that you have power and self-control over fear. And here's the thing, fear-based emotional decisions are quite often driven by our own insecurities and doubts, okay? And they can hold us back from making important decisions, taking risks, and even pursuing our dreams. So in order to overcome these fear-based decisions, it's important to understand the root of our fears and develop strategies to combat them. We did some more research and found some tips from mental health experts, okay? 
Here's what they said. Fear-based decisions often stem from negative thought patterns and limiting beliefs. By identifying these patterns and replacing them with positive affirmations and realistic expectations, we can begin to overcome our fears and make more confident decisions. Here's what I know. The more we practice this, the better we'll get. And the better we get, the more confident we are. I believe this is great advice. It's so important for us to reframe our thoughts and focus on positive outcomes of our decisions rather than the potential risks. And let me be very clear here. I'm not saying that it's not a good idea to assess the risks. We 100% need to assess the risk of every financial related matter in our lives, okay? But we don't have to give so much power to the risk, especially when it's not necessary, okay? Know what your limits are when the risks are at stake, okay? As a financial expert, I personally suggest creating a plan and setting goals that can help you to overcome these fear-based decisions, okay? Especially when it comes to money, all right? I'm gonna kind of go back to some of the things that I have walked through in regard to this process, okay? Let's go with an example about a car. I don't know why I keep talking about cars. <laughs> I'm not a car person, but apparently cars are an important topic. <laughs> um, so I had a I had a car that wasn't like the greatest car, um, but I had a loan on that car and I was looking at something that I really wanted like a better car. Mechanically, there was nothing wrong with my car, okay? But I wanted a better car, a newer model car that, um, you know, had some some more enhanced features. There's a quality of life type of thing, right? And I also was just kind of processing uh, space, the space that I had in the in, in the car that I, I had versus what I was looking into, okay? And I basically convinced myself that it was the best case scenario for me to get a new car. And had the car that I had been paid off, might not have been a terrible idea, but here's what happened. One, because I was in that same season of trying to continue to fix my situations by adding on more loans, I had a lot of debt already, okay? And I had a lot of inquiries on my credit report, 
Okay. So essentially my credit score was lower. All right. And I also had, you know, I, I owed money on this car. And because it was the model it was, I didn't have a great value on that car either. So when I traded it in for a new car, their, the loan payoff for the amount that I got for the car was less than what I owed on the car. Okay. So I was basically considered underwater on my car. So that extra money went on top of the loan for the new car. All right. And then the interest rate was higher because my credit wasn't great. So essentially me thinking that this decision was going to be overall better for my quality of life. I made it worse because I made a emotional decision by rationalizing some kind of fear. And for me in that moment, that fear was, what if the car just breaks down? What if I need more space for something? And I was in a season where I was um, traveling back and forth uh, for hours at a time, going to see family and stuff like that. So I didn't know how long that was going to last. And I wanted something that was a little bit more reliable. Um, the reality of it was that I could have kept that other car for longer and I would have been fine. But all of those different thoughts going through my mind caused me to make a decision by convincing myself that it was the best case scenario for me. And in reality, it was not. Okay, so. What can we do? What can we do? I talked a bit about um, making a plan. Okay, so. What is this? What does this plan look like? It may vary from person to person, 100% budgets all the way. I know budgets are evil words. They're not words. That's not a word that that we love. Um, I like to say that a budget is your financial foundation for financial freedom. Okay. It lets you know where you're at with your money. It does set your 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 boundaries. Right. But here's the great thing about a budget. Even though it sets your boundaries and it lets you know, OK, here's the limit that you have to stay in. If you don't like that limit, if that limit feels uncomfortable to you, you have choices. You can take a look at the things in your budget and say, do I really need this? Do I really need that? Do I have to spend this much here? Can I reduce it? Can I go shop around to save money on these places? you get to try to save money and make decisions to make it fit within your boundaries. Another thing that you can do is you can find ways to make more money to expand your boundaries. Okay. You can do that. You can do that by getting a side job. You can create some kind of online business. You can go and look for another job that may, that'll give you more money and value you more. You have that power, you have that ability, okay? I just wanna encourage you with that today specifically that you have that power. So we 
have to create a plan and it's also important to have some measurable goals. Measurable goals in this plan help to help us to assess where we're at and how we're doing on the way to achieving the goal. Okay. We can focus on taking action instead of worrying about the outcome. I always go back to this example because I think it is so relevant and not that I'm somebody that hikes, but I get it. Okay. I get it because I have, I feel like in the figurative sense, I have climbed mountains in my life. Okay. Um, Whenever somebody is, you know, a hiker is going to go and climb a mountain, they don't look at the mountain and go, okay, yeah, let's go and take a step or two and get there. Okay. It's a journey. And it takes multiple steps in the process. It takes preparation. They need to prepare physically, mentally, before they even get to the point of trying to climb that mountain. Sometimes weeks, months, or years prior. Okay? And I'm not saying it's going to take you years to get out of your financial situation. I'm just giving you context of what it takes to be able to achieve such a big feat athletes in general are the same way people that go and do marathons they're training for that somebody that wins a marathon is not winning because they just woke up one day and they're like yep i'm gonna do this today okay and no i know forrest gump was a little bit different that was a movie don't think about that okay so it takes preparation you also have to have certain resources and tools at your disposal. You have to have the proper shoes when you're going to hike a mountain. You have to have the proper clothing. You have to have bug spray. You have to have water. You have to have food. You have to have certain equipment. Um, You know, if you're going to be climbing a mountain that requires you to literally go up like walls of rocks and stuff like that, you have to have certain harnesses and hooks and uh, different things like that. There are things that you need to help you on that hike. The same is so with your financial journey. You need resources and tools to help you along the way. And the budget is one of those things. Goals are one of those things. Financial experts are one of those things, okay? Okay, when we utilize these resources, They can help us overcome our fears and make more confident decisions. Okay. We talked a bit about uh, confidence a little bit ago in the beginning. And I truly 100% believe that repetition is the most beneficial tool that we have. Repetition in updating your budget every month, updating your spending, keeping track of your spending is so important. Go and sit down once a week and write down what you spent and make sure that you put it in the correct category next to that budget line item so that you can see where you're at for the month with those areas, okay? Reevaluating your budget to find extra money can also help alleviate some of these financial fears. So, I have sat down with people multiple times, not the same person multiple times, but multiple people where their 
feeling like they're living paycheck to paycheck. They're feeling overwhelmed and frustrated. And they're like, I like, I feel like I make a lot of money, but I don't know where any of my money is going. I feel like I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I'm frustrated. I can't pay this debt off. I don't know what to do. Help me. And we sit down and we restructure their budget and we find money because it's allocated properly or it's reallocated properly. Okay. Sometimes we just have to sit down and write it out. And I know that that can be the hardest step. But once you do, I promise you that it is going to be worth it. Me personally, I'm constantly reevaluating re my budget. Like every single month, sometimes in the middle of the month, something will happen. I'm like, okay, let me go and take a look at this, move this around here, move that around there. And okay, we're good. Always, always in a state of reevaluation, restructuring, and making sure that I'm still on track. Okay. You can do this. You can do this. You can do this. When you take a moment and say to yourself right now, I can do this. I can make rational, wise financial decisions. Fear does not have control over me. I have control over fear. I am on the journey to financial freedom. I am going to achieve my goals. I am confident in my ability to make wise financial decisions. And I am confident in my ability to achieve financial freedom. If you have to, go and replay that come back and listen over and over again whatever you have to do and if you would like some extra resources check out www.drmichellemarie.com and check out the freebies section i have a number of free resources out there i also have a couple of courses out there they are affordable I've built them specifically for that reason because I don't believe helping you on your financial journey needs to be an additional financial burden. Okay? So check out those resources. And if you really would like to have a deeper conversation, you can even email me at hello at drmichellemarie.com. And just let me know what's going on. We can set up a complimentary call to go through, you know, kind of what's going on and, you know, maybe uh, put a couple of pieces together for your plan and talk about some next steps. The choice is yours. Okay. So as we wrap up this episode, I want to leave you with one final thought. Fear-based emotional decisions can hold us back from living our best lives. But by understanding the root of our fears, developing a plan, and taking action, 
we can overcome our fears and make competent decisions that lead to a brighter future. Thank you for joining today. And I look forward to having you next time.